time to open up a nice tall frosty one sports ethos world let me just take a big gulp out of this mystery juice mm, that is not as good as i thought it was gonna be hello and welcome to supermax jared and jared supermax a fantasy basketball podcast about salary cap leagues and the salary cap today uh it's my lunch break Mm-mm-mm. ah i gotta love that non-corporate entity product that i'm drinking that has no sugar in it which is not as good as real sugar uh we're going to talk about the salary cap and uh the worst contracts in the league in the nba we have scoured all of the numbers the fire department is ringing their alarms the worst contracts in the league we're going to break them down we're going to rank really you're going to be that loud during my intro really I know it. I know they're paying them a lot of money. Oh my goodness, Jared Ross King, can you hop in here and say a thing? Hello. There's no fire department uh, currently. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm almost like currently active near me. Uh, there's just no fire trucks uh, flying past, being super loud. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk about the worst contracts in the NBA today. We're gonna count them down ten. Uh, to one, I'm still wondering what the mystery uh, liquid was that that Jared was consuming there. That apparently wasn't good. Um, I'll DM it to you because I don't want to give them a shout out because they're a very fair. large corporation that could sue me. Fair, that's fair. Um, as you can hear, uh, there is an emergency behind Jared, uh, and that emergency is there are terrible contracts in the NBA. Um, the fire department is trying to take care of them, uh, whether they will or not. Probably not but we'll see uh, what they can do. Uh, So I've made a list, what I feel are the 10 worst contracts at this point. Now, what I did was I did it based off of what was left. So for instance, um, a player who might be on the last year of his deal, even if it was a bad deal to begin with, not really the worst deal in the NBA anymore, just because, you know, in a few months, it's going to be over. It's going to be gone. Expiring. Expiring. So that's the way I did it. The way it stands right now, what are the worst? Um, and I will turn over to you to start. Uh, we'll start with number 10. Who do you have at number 10? Do you want to do honorable mentions first or after? Yeah, I'm going to – I'll throw an honorable mention out there. Um, if we had done this at the beginning of the season, um, Kevin Love would have absolutely been in my top 10. He's also on my honorable but, mention. But he's played very well uh, in a bench role, really, for the Cavs, uh, the surging Cavs. And uh, I've taken him off the list because he only has this year and next year, and then that's it um, on his current deal. So I feel like given that, uh, 31.3 this year, 28.9 next year, the contribution he's making to the Cavs, it's not worth $30 but it's it's really good. So I don't think it warrants the uh, – top 10 worst contracts anymore he uh he's having fun he said he's playing well um that contract doesn't seem like an albatross he's healthy um yeah it's an expiring next year uh yeah he he was also on my honorable mention list i have so many but i feel like if i give out all the honorable mentions it's going to become like a oh well now i know who's left so there won't be as much suspense man yes i was really really but and I was just gonna say he was my biggest honorable mention out of out of the honorable mention group. Um, I would also put 
Clay Thompson, given the fact he hadn't played for – I was for, just for, about to say that. Clay Thompson was, yeah. Almost three calendar years. Um, yep. But you can see him starting to kind of – he's not the Clay Thompson we knew before yet. But you can see him becoming a key contributor to this Warriors team by the time the playoffs roll around. And and uh, he's not the Clay Thompson of all, but there's room for a new Clay Thompson who is a contributor to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Clay was on my list. Uh, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, honestly, my biggest honorable mention, and he was on this list until like 10 minutes ago, right? I kind of looked at another person who's going to go at number 10. I really wanted to put Ben Simmons on here, but I can't mm. justify doing that because when he does play for some team next year, he will be, I think, worth it. I, I just couldn't. I couldn't mm. do it. I could. I really wanted to do it. I couldn't. Well, see, I, I, I guess we can jump in because starting at number <gasps> ten, I put Ben Simmons. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't not put him. That I mean, there's. He's not playing at all this year. I don't see him being traded before the deadline. There's obviously a possibility that happens, but I just don't see enough momentum for a team to go after him. I don't see him playing in the NBA again until next October at the earliest. Um, So that means that for this season, he's going to get $33 million for doing nothing. Uh, And then next year, we'll see what shape he's in. $35 million that year, $37 for the next season, then $40 for the 24-25 season. Uh, Before we even got to this whole standoff of will he play, won't he play, he kind of was the biggest reason the Sixers lost to the Hawks in the uh, second round last year. Uh, Unwilling to go for the basket when he needed to. He's had scoring issues. He's an elite defender. I will, I'll give that that. He's an elite defender. He's the best defender. But but he he I don't know eh, maybe the best uh, top five. I think he's the best. But but he's an offensive liability. So until he can fix that, I cannot justify paying an elite defender and only a defender thirty three million, thirty five million, thirty seven million, forty. Uh, he's not worth a, a super max. That's the name of the show because he it's doesn't play one end of the court. He's afraid. He's a coward. He doesn't want to play basketball professionally. He just wants the money. Um, yeah, that contract's going to be real bad real, real soon. Whenever the new team realizes that uh, he's an over glorified Tony Allen, but without the mm-hmm. heart, I could, I could uh, poop on him all day. I'm not going to, because we have to move on. My number 10, the man who just this morning moved on to the list at number 10. Worst contracts in the NBA, in my humble opinion. Joe Harris. Oh, he wasn't on my list at all. He's making $17 million this year. Yeah, no, no, you're right. He was not good in the playoffs. I don't think he's that great right now. And he's getting paid 18 next year and then almost 20 in 2024. Uh, no thanks. To me, he reminds me of like Duncan Robinson, where it's just like overpaid guy who hit threes and is not going to hit threes like, you know, like James Harden level. And you're giving him a ton of money. Right. Uh, Julius Randle's getting like that kind of money, like Sabonis or like, like there's like a bunch of dudes who are making like high teens, low twenties who like have much more well-rounded games on both ends of the floor who are not Mm -hmm. named Joe Harris. He's 30. 
Mm, not great. Not great. You got a surplus of shooting there. I, I didn't. Nah, Joe Harris, bad contract. All right. Well, I, I mean, I get it. I didn't have him on my list, but I totally get it. Uh, who would you, let's a give three you point nine shooting to... contest champion one year, wasn't he? Uh, I believe he was, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Good for him. Let's start with you for number nine. Who who do we got? Oh, we're going to go back to me for number nine. Yeah, we're doing a little snake here. Oh, see, I was was a little unprepared for that, but I will be prepared because I have the name of the man. I drafted him, and I regret it. But maybe not for the reason I thought I was going to regret it. All right, I got the numbers up. Michael Porter Jr., who probably should be higher on this list. Yeah. Five million this year. Did not do anything when he was playing clearly something was wrong turns out something was wrong more than one thing unvaccinated hurt underperforming he's still young so i didn't put him super high but he's getting paid 29 next season and then 32 34 almost 37 he better be like the dude and he's not (laughs) but maybe some other team might want to bet on him because maybe they don't have like a Jokic on their team or a Murray. Uh, Murray also, I was thinking about putting on the list, but I feel like he's going to come back and like be really good. And he's also really young. But uh, yeah, man, Michael Porter Jr. Just because he stung me because I drafted him. And uh, that hurt. It really hurt. I have him on my list as well, but we'll, well, I'll reveal his spots when we get to that spot. The next one for me is uh, a guy who I had high hopes for on my Orlando Magic. And uh, oh, we're coming up on on uh, maybe two calendar years since we last saw him play basketball. Uh, there's no sign of him returning anytime soon. Uh, he had multiple uh, – I believe it was his ACL is what he tore uh, in the bubble in Orlando. And the Magic said, you know what? You deserve an extension. So they gave an extension to Jonathan Isaac. And now he's making uh, not as much as some of these other guys. He's going to make 17.4 a year for the next, for this year or the next three years after. But he's not even playing. So for me, like, what are we doing? He's only coming into this season. We're not including this season's numbers. He had played 44% of the Magic's games during his career. So he's already got a huge injury history before all this. And now we're probably not, we didn't see him at all last season. Uh, we're, we're getting to the point where we have about three months left for the magic, at least where probably won't see him again. So, you know, Clay Thompson uh, came back. He had two major injuries came back in about two and a half years. It's been almost two years since Isaac's, one and and it's a lot of money that could have gone to somewhere else but i mean uh it's just, it's it's saddening to talk about jonathan isaac for me because he could i feel like he could have been a very good player but i don't see it happening anymore because he can't stay on the court you know it really sucks being an orlando magic fan And you read my mind because I have Fultz and Isaac at number eight. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. It's just one guy. 
I, I, one guy. Fultz and Isaac made my list as the same dude because they're both being paid $17 million into the future, are hurt, are not good, are overvalued, overpaid, and will sink the magic seasons for years to come. You both also broke the snake rule, but okay. You put two guys there, so that's the I first did. rule you broke. You, you skipped my number eight pick, so that hurts. We can come back to you. I just didn't want to cut you off because you were on a roll. But yeah, the Orlando Magic are on poorly. Hey, I like the Wendell Carter extension. I actually, I'm looking at these numbers. I really do too. That's actually a really good deal. And I like Jalen so, Suggs. So, and I love Franz Wagner. Yeah. And Cole Franz Anthony's Wagner. awesome. Franz Wagner for the year at least. Um, my number eight was a guy who used to play for the Detroit Pistons. Um, and then the Clippers just went and uh, got him before uh, last season, I believe it was, and uh, paid him a bunch of money. And I feel like it was an overpay at the time, and now he's barely even playing. And that's Luke Kennard. Uh, 12.7 this year, 13.7 next year, 14.8 uh, and 23-24, and then 24-25 is 14.8 team option. Uh, he's barely seeing the court. He's, he's not playing much. That's a lot of money to pay to a guy. I mean, we'll get to someone else who's not playing at all, who's making way more than him. Um, but that's a lot of money to play to pay, excuse me, to, to Luke Kennard and a massive overpay. You got Reggie Jackson, who's a much better contributor for, uh, for I believe it was $9 million. I don't have that right in front of me. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Um, I, I don't uh, – Luke Kennard's number eight for me. Luke Kennard's going to come up later on my list. Okay. But since we have the same number eight, um, does that mean I go now to my number seven? We don't have the same number eight. I had Luke Kennard, but go ahead. Yeah, you number seven. You are we still? Are we doing like the weird snake thing? I just keep doing the weird snake thing. It's more fun that way. So whose turn is it? Yours. This is very confusing. I thought we were just gonna go back okay. and forth. All right. Well, no, just you're up. We probably should have planned this number beforehand. Seven. All right, my yeah, number seven. My number seven is gonna shock you. It's gonna mystify you. Okay. It's going to anger some people. All right. I can already hear you typing on the, on the Apple iTunes notes. How dare this man suggest that Russell Westbrook's contract is not one of the worst in the league, but I'll tell you this listener. All right. Where do you have him on your list? I have him number six. Okay. I think he's, I think he's not quite top five because listen, He's healthy. He's playing. He gives you something. And then next year is his last year. It is a lot. It's $47 million. But maybe he comes back home to Oklahoma City. They hit the minimum. They hit the floor. They have have all the money in the world. They're not paying anybody. Um, That's the big thing for me is that next year is the last year. So uh, so after next year, I mean – Teams could look at a potential, I mean, it's a huge buyout, but you could look at it, a potential buyout if you have them and you can't move them next year. But obviously, someone's going to want an expiring contract of that size. Yep. Somebody's going to take it. So, 
yeah, it's not it's it's bad, but it's gotten better over time. I mean that that Lakers team is a train wreck. Sorry to Dan Vesper, he's a Lakers fan. Um, although I don't know if he's from LA or if he's like a bandwagon fan. I I, I just I don't know. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he lives in California. I think because he's friends with Aaron Bruski, creator of Hoopball, who's technically our boss. He's a Kings fan, so I think he lives in Sacramento. So I think they probably met in California. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Dan Bespris, uh Podfather for for Hoopball and Sports Ethos, Lakers fan. He can tell you all about how awful this team is. Um, and yes, they shouldn't have traded for Westbrook. They should have kept their depth and, or did the buddy heel deal. But next year you get rid of them. He goes to some contender. He goes to Sacramento to help them with their playoff chances. Or I, it's not like the worst, like people are saying it is. But uh, this year it looks real bad. But that's mostly because of the situation. Well, I have him six. So my seventh guy, I think, might surprise you. Oh, tell uh, me, tell me. Uh, he's just, he's not a bad player by any means. He's actually a, a good player, a starter um, on one of the best teams in the league. But it's the way this contract is going to go over the next five years that really s- tells me this is not a good deal. And Rudy Gobert is making oh! $35.3 million this year. He's 29 years old. He wow. makes 38.2 next year, then 41. Then 43.8, and then a player option you can bet your life he will not decline for $46.7 million. So he, by the end of this contract, when he's 33, and, and you know, we haven't seen he's a lot 33? of centers age. No, I'm sorry, he's 29 right now. Oh, when he's 33, will be the player. No, no, he's 29 right now. This year, 30, he's 33. He will be 33 when the player option is up. It will pay him $46.7 million. We have not seen very many centers age gracefully in this league. It's actually a pretty rare thing. Uh, you know, you have the Tim Duncan type who are the unicorns of the position. But who's whoever has that deal in the last two years, maybe the last three years, we'll see, 41, 43.8, 46.7, is going to have an albatross of a contract on their hand that I think is going to be far less movable maybe in the, the, when it expires it's a different thing but for at least two years far less movable than russ westbrook has been wow i didn't even consider him because i, I figured age-wise he wasn't in his 30s he's a top five defense all by himself um on a good team in a good situation i don't remember him really getting like hurt hurt um wow that's interesting okay well I, i'm gonna one-up you with my number six who's basically very similar to your your intro, which I thought you were going to name the guy I'm about to name. Starting player on a good team, playoff team. Really long sort of super maxi deal, and it's going to look really bad as time goes on. But for my number six, this player is making even more money and is even older and has gotten even more hurt over the years. That's Jimmy Butler. Ah, he's on my list. Not yet, but he's on my list. Jimmy Butler is making $36 million this season. And I'm not sure he's making the all-star game. And then he's making yeah. $37 million, $45 million, 40, almost 49 and then $52 million in 2025-26. Pat Riley, you're a madman. He better give you a ring like soon to justify that because he's like a buyout candidate like sooner rather than later. And he's 32 years old. And he's been playing on tip teams his whole life. Are you kidding me? That man's knees are dust. Like, 
something bad's going to happen, and that contract's going to weigh the heat down for years to come. And they're out of picks, and they're going to have to like, boy, man, with Duncan Robinson and like the money they're giving Lowry, like, and the money you're going to have to give Hero eventually. My God, this team is like win it now or bust, like secretly. Yeah, no, I. Butler is is on my list, but we're not at the point where he would come up yet. We will get to that and why he is further up the list for me. Um, so that was your number five, correct? That was my number six. Number six. Okay. So I'll go with my number five. Um, and it's a guy who got a massive deal with Boston and then immediately uh, broke his leg and then just never was – really quite the player he was on the team before and then got a big deal in charlotte that's gordon hayward gordon hayward uh is projected to make 29.9 this year 30.1 next year he'll be 33 when he makes 31.5 in the 23 24 season the problem is he he isn't healthy a lot he's he's been a little more healthy this year as compared to other years but he only played 44 games last year and you're going to pay $30 million to a guy who's out there for half the time. That's, I mean, that's basically what the Nets are doing with Kyrie. But it's, it's not a good deal because we don't know. Like, there's no track record of good health except for when he was in Utah. Boston was not good. Charlotte so far has been not good. Um, definitely solid when he plays, but he's got to be out there to play. He's got to be healthy, and that hasn't been the case so far. Gordon Hayward is my number four. I feel like we're going to end right, up so. like having like similar lists because like it, get, it gets easier as we as we whittle it down. Um, yeah, for everything that you've said, he shouldn't have made that money ever. No one should have given it to him. It's not going to live up to it. There's just no way. Um, any team he's on is not his team, and it's not like he's not even like a number two at this point. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bad contract. It was – even his last contract was bad. Yeah, the one with Boston, yeah. God, these teams love giving him money. He used to be so good, so handsome. He likes eSports. He's very though. good in Utah. Yeah, he just play League of Legends professionally. Like oh, nice. I don't know that. Yeah, he's in a lot of uh, – De'Aaron Fox and him are like the, like the two big like athletes who are like you know keyboards and like headsets and stuff. I did not know that. That's interesting. I remember in the before times when I used to walk into GameStop, there used to be like ads for him and like uh, Razor or all those other uh, companies, Gordon Hayward and Darren Fox. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I hope they join my team in the near future. And now I'm like, oh, good thing they're not on my team. Um, I'm going to look up my number five. Gordon Hayward was your number five? Gordon Hayward was my number five. All right. I'm going to look up this player and I just want to get some some stats on this man um he has rarely averaged more than 10 points a game is rarely averaged more than 1.7 assists per game gets like three rebounds a game i guess he's an okay shooter but oh he missed a lot of time is this is this person good at basketball is i'm 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 wondering i'm like thinking like should i put this person even higher like have i ever seen this person be good i don't know who this person is well you already mentioned him it's luke Kennard. ah okay 
it's not the the worst contract, but like it's attached to a player who I don't think is like good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's getting paid $15 million for the next several years. Why? Why and how is he go- like I don't like Clippers that overzealous and wanted a guy who was okay in Detroit and thought if we put him next to Kawhi and next to Paul George, yeah, he's gonna sense, flourish. Did, who do they have? Hasn't. Who do they have on their team who was basically that same role, but then you got traded somewhere else? Uh, it was it was it was uh, oh my god, I see his face. Like, isn't he on Brooklyn? Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit. Yeah, they had Landry Shamit, and they were like, let's just like not upgrade, but let's like degrade. Let's let's downgrade to Luke Kennard and pay him yeah. even more money. Why? I don't know. Uh, you, you would think. You know, think about a couple of years ago, we were like, oh, man, the Clippers were pretty good playoff team. They don't have any stars. And then they add Paul George and Kawhi. And then they just start like going kind of weird with deals like the Luke Kennard thing is weird. Um, I think letting Montrezl Harold just walk is, was weird. Uh, I don't know what the Clippers are doing anymore. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I mean, they, they, they draft well. Terrence Mann. Brandon Boston Jr., Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, okay, I'll give you Terrence Zubach. Mann. Zubach was a Laker, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that was the, yeah, they, they gave him up for like no reason. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Huh. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, it's funny. I'm looking at the Paul George Kawhi Leonard contracts, and like, I know injuries have like really hampered their chances, um, but those guys are still 30 and 31 age uh, respectively boy those deals are real big but they're really good i don't know that's a that's a tricky one so that not not quite on this list but um so my number five was luke Kennard. my number four was gordon hayward so you you go it's your turn now my number my number four is a guy you mentioned pretty early on i'm surprised it was as early on this list as he was and that's michael porter jr for for all the reasons you laid out he's i mean it's a good deal this year this one year it's five million if it doesn't play it's not bad but it's all the years that are coming up with a guy who had a back injury coming out of, I believe it was Missouri. He came out of um, in in college and uh, didn't play his rookie year, played pretty well. His second and third years hasn't played at all this year. Um, And now he's going to go into this max deal where he's just getting paid ludicrous amounts of money. And we don't know when he's going to be healthy again, if he's going to be healthy enough to play again. So, Michael Porter Jr., uh, number four, is that's where I've got him. You're Denver. No one has ever come to you in free agency. You have to make trades, and you have to draft, and you have to overpay for the people who you draft who you want to keep. He's really young. The talent is there. It makes sense at the time to have given him that deal. He was on my list. I understand why you would put him up higher. But in, if I'm in Denver shoes and I'm like, I got an MVP and I like, I really could have won before all, like all your players basically just like got hit by sniper shots in their legs. It could go one of two ways. It could either be a huge disaster, which is probably likely to be the case. Or in like a year or two, like he really comes out of it and kind of makes up for it in the same way that like Kristaps Porzingis who was an honorable mention for me um, or Pascal Siakam, another honorable mention, like really big deals 
and you're like, and they're just like, boy, like underperforming or hurt or whatever. But then like this season, they're like coming on. You're like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I remember why they kind of gave him some money. Um, Darren Fox, another guy, like they're young. You give them the money because you have to based on their markets and the talent. So like, I get it. I just, I, I put him nine just because I thought there were just like other much worse deals, but I could, I could see a case Fair. for that. Fair. All right. So I'll go to my number three. And it's a guy you haven't mentioned at all. Um, the interesting thing about this guy is that he played with another guy on my list just a couple of years ago. The other guy I still have to mention. Um, and actually two guys that have... Oh, wow. This is actually really bad. Uh, uh, former Magic player, former uh, Clipper, great. So bias uh, Harris. Well, he's great. Former Detroit Piston, current 76er albatross of a contract. Long Island Tobias zone, Harris. Tobias Harris. 35 million this year, 37 next year, and 39 in 23-24. It's, it's uh, Alba, is there a word stronger than albatross? I think that's the right word for uh, I mean, in golf, for it's Tobias Harris. Hole in one, albatross, eagle. Right, okay, so no. no, no, no he's no, my no. number three. He's oh we oh we matched up on one all right yeah he he was always a dude who you liked early on in his career and you wish was on your team and then magically overnight you woke up and you went he's making how much and he's doing what easily yeah. one of the worst contracts in the league yeah um, it's it's oh uh, no great. wonder the poison pill people have to uh, swallow to take Ben Simmons is taking on Tobias Harris. Woo! Yeah. Whoever, whoever I mean, signed him to that one is fired. $75 million for this season. Woof! All right, yeah, you're right on. So we both had Tobias Harris number three. Um, I'll get my number two out of the way because it's a guy you already mentioned, Jimmy Butler. Um, and it's he's not your number necessarily, two? He's my number two. It's not necessarily because of uh, – uh, this particular season, but it's the fact that that contract gets to, I believe, if I'm, I got to pull up real quick. I believe in the last year, it's over 50 million. Um, yeah. He's not going to be anywhere close to what he is now. He's already uh, below what he was in that heat uh, finals bubble run. So he'll be 36 player option, 52.4 million. Um, you know, the heater right now relying on two guys who are in their late 30s, along with Bam Adebayo, um, and that's Butler and Kyle Lowry. I, they have to, like, win now, it feels like, because they have good players, good younger players, but you're not going to have Tyler Hero lead your team to, uh, to a championship. You're not going to have Duncan Robinson. I think that's not necessarily a great contract either, but it didn't quite make the honorable mention list for me. Um, have him not make or not lead a team to a to a championship either. Um, they got to win now or figure out how to build around Bam. In my opinion, I'm kind of shocked my number two isn't on your list at all because I think we have the same number, number two. one. He's number two. I'm looking up his. Hold on, I'm looking up his stats because I really want to make this case. Oof, okay. This man had the contract year performance of his life. 
for doing one thing particularly well on a team that has been adrift at sea for decades. He's oh. 28 years old, barely plays, oh, is terrible. He makes $16 million this season, 16 next season, 17 the year after, and then another 16, and is only an unrestricted free agent in the year 2025-2026. Davis Pertans. Yeah, he was in the honorable mention group for me and probably should have been on the list, but I don't know if I put him at two. I, I put him That's really high because it was just like everyone else on my list, Tobias Harris, Gordon Hayward, Luke Kennard, Jimmy Butler, Westbrook, um, Joe Harris, honorable mentions, which we'll get to, they're all playing basketball. And this man yeah, stopped playing basketball a while ago and no one told him. Um, I looked up his fantasy game and um, uh, two days ago he got two points and one rebound in 13 minutes. And the night before he played eight minutes and he missed a shot. And you're stuck with him for years. That's very fair. Healthy. Like you can't move him. He has no trade value. There's no panache. These other people have been like all-stars. Other than Luke Kennard. Like, Davis Bertans, you're just stuck with him now forever. I rest yeah, no, case. that's fair. But that's fair. Uh, no, it's a good case. I had it in my own missions. You may have convinced me to put him up, like, to seven. Um, oh, it's too late. We've already done the podcast. Yeah, 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 no, no, yeah you're, right. you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, if I, if I redid it, then that's what I'd do. But, can, can, okay, on the count of three... Let's both say who our number one guy is. You ready? Yep. One, two, three. John Wall. John Wall. Wait, you wow, you were really delayed. I could have been left there just alone. Let's see. I said John Wall. Yeah, but I said one, two, three, and then said it, and then you took like No, I said at the same time. Okay. All right, whatever. I'm surprised we're having a, a conversation where we're not overlapping. Well, I'm trying not to overlap, but it is what it is. Hey, we both had to say number one, say number three. Uh, John Wall isn't playing. He wants to start. He's not being allowed to start in Houston. Uh, the only trade I see where he could be dealt, and uh, it's not going to happen. Russell Westbrook for John Wall. That's the only deal that I could see making 1% of sense. Um, he's not going anywhere to this contract expires after next season. But he he's going to make a option. nice chunk of change. He's okay. Why would you not opt into that player option, though? What? What if I would the Sixers forty-seven million to not play basketball? What if the Sixers gave up Tobias Harris for John Wall because he's healthy? I think he can play. He can, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you could finagle something like that. Um, but Houston doesn't want like any veterans. Like they literally just want only young players, which makes sense. Like that's the way you should go, right? I don't know, man. I'm looking at this and like you have to, I mean, obviously this year is like kind of kaput. Boy, I'm t- man, is Jimmy Butler maybe the worst contract? In- <laughs> like, I'm just like thinking about I'm like, yeah, but he like, he's an expiring next year and he wants to play and he's healthy. And then I'm like looking at Jimmy Butler and I'm like, God, you peep, someone's going to pay you $52 million like five years from yeah. now. 
Are you sure John Wall's the worst contract in the league? You know, as we were talking about it, I, I got to thinking the exact same thing you're thinking now, that maybe Jimmy Butler should be higher. Maybe Jimmy Butler should be number one. Uh, okay, let me go through some honorable mentions, and you let me know if any of these come close, okay? All right. Uh, D'Angelo Russell making $30 million this year, $31 million next year, and then he's a restricted or unrestricted free agent um, in 2023-24. That's pretty bad. Yeah, honorable mention for me, um, but he's young enough where I feel like there's still hope that he can turn into that version uh, that helped lead the pre-All-Star Brooklyn Nets to the uh, to the playoffs. Okay, well, let me toss Clint Capella at you. $18 million this season, 19 the next, 22 the next, 23.7 the next. And is only an unrestricted free agent in 2025-26. Yeah, that's that's definitely a contender. Um, I didn't have honorable mentions, but but yeah, that is that He's is 27 fair. years old. His best days are probably behind him, and you're locked in to give him like Sabonis money. Yeah. Um. Here's a fun one. Let me just let me get the full contract and let me try to sell this to you. All right. This man is the fourth highest paid player on his team. I have never seen him play basketball. And he's making nine and a half million this season, 10.2 the next and 11 the next. And then he's a free agent like a few years from now. Taylor Horton Horton Tucker. Tucker? Yeah. Oh, wow. I guess I feel proud of myself. Uh, Yeah. I, yeah, I, is this – do you remember early in LeBron's career, there was that guy, he was a power forward or a center with the Cavs, who he did not want them to trade. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking Antoine on his Jameson. name. No, it wasn't Antoine Jameson. It was a young guy. Um, he didn't turn into anybody. Yeah, he didn't turn into anybody. He didn't want him to be traded for Stoudemire. Not Verjao. For, no, not Verjao. Um, he didn't – like, he didn't turn anything. And LeBron was just like, no, we're not going to trade him. He's going to be great. Um, it wasn't Tristan Thompson either. And uh, I kind of feel like this is that guy for him in L.A., uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, because I don't know why he's being kept around. I don't know why he's making the money he is. Um, I don't think it's worse than any of the contracts that we have on our list. But No, but like I don't think he's like that great. I mean, he's only 20, but no, like he's on the wrong team. I gotta, I gotta do some digging and figure out who that center was for the Cavs. And uh, you do that back in the day, real quick. Uh, Daniel Tice was another guy I was thinking about. And now here is my final pitch: What if I told you there was a team that was only filled with secretly bad contracts? Is it the Magic? Not, no, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, like literally, almost every single case you could make a case for like this is a bad deal. The whole team is filled with them. Are you who ready? Is it? Yeah. Try to think. What team do I think has nothing but bad deals secretly? Uh, I mean, if we count the veterans out of it, you go with the Lakers. Um, they were a playoff team last season. They were a playoff team last season. Oh, this team was a playoff team last season? Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I could be wrong on this, but I'm going to – Throw it out there, the Portland Trailblazers. No, uh, right. although they're they're probably full of nothing but bad contracts. 
actually, Rio, some of those sort of players should have made this list. No, uh, it's my Knicks. Oh, see, I try to think about the Knicks. Let me let me just run through these while you look up your secret center power forward. Oh, I, f- I found him. I found oh. him. Oh, who was it? Do you remember? Do you remember the name JJ Hickson? I do remember JJ Hickson because he was good on Denver. Yeah, and the, and he LeBron didn't want him traded. There was a deal that was almost done that would have sent Amari Stoudemire from the Suns uh, before he signed with with your Knicks. Uh, sent him from the Suns to the Cavaliers and it had to involve J.J. Hickson for the Suns to pull the trigger. They didn't do it. And uh, J.J. Hickson. I think he was on my team when I won our, the very first fantasy basketball league when we were at UCF. Like the very first year we did it. I think like, I had him and I had um, uh, like David West and like I think Antoine James. Like there were a bunch of like really good power forwards who all like put up like 29 and they were great. And I won. I beat Asher's brother, Isaac. Wow, that's fascinating. All right, so let me get to this next thing. All right. Let me just run through. I don't think any of, like, the, the rookies, like, count, like Quentin Grimes or, or whatever. Mitchell Robinson. What about, what about Kimba's one-year deal? I'll get to that. Okay, all right. I'm starting from the bottom, and I'm going up. Quickly is the only name who, like, and, and maybe became Reddish. Because you have them for like a little, like a little longer until you have to like sign them, but they're all restricted free agents. Mitchell Robinson, you have to trade this season or sign him to a deal. He's only making one point eight, but like that's that's like a you need to decide the future of the team like based on that. You're paying Taj Gibson five this season and next season. He's thirty six years old. Enough said. Obi Toppin is not Tyrese Halliburton, and therefore he's a terrible contract. R.J. Barrett did not make the leap when he was supposed to make the leap. And you're going to have to give him like the money. That's mm-hmm. like a potential, like you're, you're signing a dude. You're, that's like a potential, like, Oh, he's Tobias Harris. You got to give him money. Um, or he's not that great. Kemba Walker is being paid almost nine this season. And he's being paid nine next season. Nerland's Noel, a backup center is being paid. Nine, nine, nine for a while. Paying Alec Burks, who's like a veteran off the bench dude. He's like starting for us. You're paying him like 10, 10, 10. Derrick Rose, we're paying 13, 14, 15. That's a bad deal. Evan Fournier is unbelievable that we're paying him 17, 18, 19, 19 into the future. That's awful. And Julius Randle, before the playoffs last season, you'd think, wow. We signed him to a deal where we're not paying him like 30, like you're paying him like 26, 28. Like you're like, okay, yeah, Julius Randle. And then you got to the playoffs and you were like, oh, he has like no support. And then this season he's just like, wow, I really don't have any support. Yep. Those are all like secretly bad yeah. contracts. We're terrible. Uh, I, feel, I feel like there's a self-deprecation thing that you picked the Knicks, but you're right. It is pretty bad. Um, so you have fun with that. Every team in the NBA needs to tank until they get a top five guy. Because otherwise it does not matter. Just straight up. Can't wait if you don't have a top five guy. Everything else is moot. We're all just we're all just spinning our wheels with like, oh, oh, they signed Landry Shamit. Oh, look at that. Oh, they got a nice rookie. Oh, Chris Duarte. None of this matters. Top five guy. You need him. Everyone should be doing what the Rockets are doing. Or what the, the Thunder are doing, or what the 76ers used to do. Like the Hinky model is the only way forward. 
just straight up. You need to draft the Giannis, you need to draft the Jokic, or you need to sign Durant and his friends. That's it. That's how you that's how you do it. Unless you want to go back in time and hire Bob Myers to take Curry and Clay and Draymond. Uh, I think they drafted Barnes and Kevon Looney. That's what the Grizzlies are doing. The Grizzlies went back in time to 2021 and they were like, what if we drafted all the right guys? Because in the future we win. Yeah. And so they invented a time machine because they're so smart. That's how you do it. You get lucky and you get John Moran. So I'm salty. I'm ending the podcast salty. My lunch break is over. Do you have anything else to say? Jared Rosking. Uh, well, Magic are better off than the Knicks, I guess. I would say so. Yeah, yeah of course of course, you would. You don't have the burden of expectations. Well, no, I have that in other sports, not in basketball. Wow. All right, well, tell us where we can find you on Twitter. Uh, at Jared Ross King. Where can you You're find me on Twitter? At Jared Russo. That's right. And um, yeah, that's it. You can do all the the liking and the subscribing and the whatever. I don't care. Yeah, you, you guys know. You guys, you know, you know the you know the thing. Of the You're adults. Now. We're not going to treat you like children. I like doing this show for fun. I'll do. It. I don't care who listens. Because you have to pay to get like subscription feeds like up. Like it, it costs money to like put things on like iTunes and and Red Circle and Spotify all the time. Uh, and the wonderful people at Sports Ethos are doing that for us, uh, taking all the, the legwork uh, out of my hands. So I will gladly podcast for them for as long as I want, as long as they would want, as long as I don't have to worry about all that RSS nonsense. And they got a pretty cool website that uh, I post on too. So that's nice. So this is a good there you go. Thank you for listening. All right. And we're out. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's it. All right. Yep. No, that was good. And that the show. Great. Yep. Are we done recording? Oh, yeah. That's it. No. No, wait.